Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Virtuous Unicorns podcast. In this show, we are joining up with the lovely Tony Wheel for her health Q&A shows, which are currently live streamed on her YouTube channel. Well, hello. I think we are live. Just let me know if you can hear me. Looks like we are. Okay, you can hear me. Well, you could already hear me. Somebody else can hear us too, like Jacob. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Every week. Thank you. Yeah, this is um, Tony Wheel. Um, No, I'm not going to introduce myself today. (laughs) I'm Sarah. (laughs) Yeah, Sarah from Virtuous uh, Unicorns. uh, Unicorns. Hi, Dave. Thank you for being here. I was just telling Sarah, I'm a little bit flustered. <laughs> like, what am I doing in, 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 in what order? I had just put in a, in a freezer I no longer need on, on Marketplace. And oh my God, it was one, one after the other until somebody said, I'll be there in 30 minutes. And I'm like, heck, I need to get that thing in the cardboard. <laughs> like, and of course, then it's noon and... I even missed my uh, usual bathroom break before I do this video. So (laughs) if it gets really uh, bad, uh, Sarah, I'll just make you talk. No problem. I I do have the gift of gab sometimes if I'm not tripping over my own words, but luckily we're not, um, what is it, like a professional... set up we just kind of roll with it huh oh but we are very professional we just well, have absolutely fun. we just have fun <laughs> absolutely yeah like guys today i didn't even think about so many things were going on i haven't even thought of like okay what are we going to discuss and i, I do want to share something for for the years that i have been working with people I have often been asked, do you know a retreat somewhere where I can go and get started because I can't get over that hump to get started. And yeah, there are some beautiful retreats. I've even looked at properties and then I thought, well, that's going to take up all of my time and then I can maybe help, you know, four or five people at a time. So I decided not to go that route. But since I uh, I bought the house that I had been renting for 17 years, I do have an option to rent out a room. So the last few weeks, we've been working hard to make that room, and it's actually the master bedroom that was not being used, that has its own outside door, a little kitchen, um, a fridge, uh, a beautiful bathroom. Well, beautiful bathroom has a beautiful top. <laughs> oh, I was like you know what, I could actually use that. I could actually have somebody here and and help them to get going. I haven't, um, how do you say that here, crossed off all the T's or uh, dotted the I's. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Yeah, it it was one or the other, you know, on how to do that. But, um, and, and I, I don't know how it would work out, you know, when you have a stranger here, what would be expected? What would you actually expect and how, how would you like to, to do that? Because so many of us are in situations where we have a partner who is absolutely doesn't agree or you have to cook every day for your family and you would just love to get out for well maybe two weeks I would think two weeks as a minimum and three months as a maximum 
because it's something that you do have to do on your own. I mean, it, it's not an, uh, an easy, uh, uh, easy to do. We always say like, you know, you go on all fruit, like Dr. Moore says, fruit, berries and melons, and you're good to go. Getting there is another story. Mm-hmm. And I think if no one, I understand the struggles because I go, I go through it. You know, I have my ups and downs in it in my, you know, few steps forward and, and, and then more steps backwards. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, I just start over again because there is not, no, not really an, an going back to what you were doing because that is, you know, what got you here or got you to a point that you're not feeling so great. So, you know, helping somebody get going, it would be, I think it would be amazing. But um, I, I haven't, you know, the room is almost ready. Let's say that. <laughs> so, so now we're in filling in the gaps on how would we do that? That's very, very kind of you as well, too, especially inviting somebody into your home during detox. I know that some of the people that we have seen go through detox and even my husband, it's not a pretty sight. And, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, things and emotions and things like that that can come out too. So having somebody that close in your home too, but maybe just like getting them kind of started, getting them on the path and stuff like that. But I mean, you see those, um, what is those, those like biggest loser shows or whatever, those people make all those changes while they're there on their ranch and then they come back home to the real world where they come back home to their job, their families and things like that. And some of them don't continue to succeed. Um, I've even thought about that too. Like, I just want to go somewhere where somebody brings me everything I need and I don't have any distractions and I can just focus on that too. And um, I mean, I think it would be fantastic. And then I've always kind of like visualized where when they go home, they're not just left alone maybe they can kind of like come back or somehow find community where they are. They can return to that because you can feel like you're out on an Island all by yourself. Most of the time, especially if your family's not on board with it. Yeah. But I also think that um, if you do everything for another person, it means that they, they still have the same issue when they get back, they may know a little bit more. So I would, I would take somebody shopping, you know, how do you shop? Um, what are you shopping for? Um, the, the time to relax, the time, we have a, we have a pool here in, in this community. And although I wouldn't go in, I wouldn't go in the chlorinated water, but okay. But yeah, there is a lot to learn. What household products uh, are you using? And I think maybe there should be kind of a preparation, you know, before people come over. So it's not like they don't know anything at all. And it would have to be people that I had already been talking with, you know, to get them the information and get them going. And, but I I think I have in in the two and a half years that I've been doing this, about a dozen people who, who, you know, who really needed it. And maybe even more people that I don't know about. But um, yeah, it is an idea. Uh, the, The room has its own door. I mean, you can bicycle here, you can walk here, it's a safe area. 
So it is, it is also for relaxing and taking time for oneself. I think that is an important aspect too. That is. And um, I'm not one to, uh, not the kind of person who would, who would babysit somebody. <laughs> so I want to be there, but you know, um, it, it, the little kitchen will have everything from juicing to, to everything because that is something that you have to learn how it works and, and how, how do you schedule your days and, and of course thinking about you know if somebody has a job a full-time job or it ha have kids then talk about that too because there are so many variables in someone's life it is so easy for us to make a plan and say, okay, you have to do this and that and that. And then they find out there's no way they, they can fit that plan into their lifestyle. You know, so it all starts with little changes. Yes. And I also think too, that one of the biggest hurdles for most people to get over in the beginning is how simple it really is. Like when people ask, can you write the cookbook? Sure. Um, here's how you peel an orange. <laughs> Or here's how I wash my apple or my grapes before I eat them. It's yeah. just really like once I get past that initial hurdle too, that might be something as well. Yeah, it, it, it is. And, um, but then you get to a point, should it be somebody who can really come here to detox and you get them through the first few weeks? Or would it be part of the transitioning? Because once you are transitioning, you're already guiding yourself into that direction. But yeah, I, I, can, I can see that, that we would probably have some, uh, some hurdles, you know, some issues on how to do it. Um, there, there is a door that can be locked between my area and, and the guest bedroom. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm not being mean. I, do that. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, just that's natural for sure. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. And especially for someone to have your gnosis, you know, just right there and to be with you to guide them. Um, I mean, I think that's incredibly kind and wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, um, I look forward to it. It has been on my mind for, uh, for a long time. And uh, it, it's just now it's the details. How do you do it? What do you give to somebody? And, you know, what would, what would you charge somebody with your, you know, your daily, daily counseling? And, and um, yeah, it, it's, it is, um, it'll come to me. I'll just expect Ooh. it'll come to me. The room is now uh, <laughs> we're shoveling uh, furniture around. Because once you put furniture in, the room is a lot smaller than you thought it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Especially with a queen size bed, but hey, <laughs> comfort is important. <laughs> yeah, it is. Especially when you're detox and you just kind of want to just be able to be in the right frame of mind and be comfortable while you're going through it and whatnot. Yeah, yeah and I, I'm thinking, should I let them use the computer, you know, because we have Wi Fi here, or should it be a Wi Fi free zone? Yeah, a complete <laughs> detox. <laughs> yeah, no distraction. Read a book. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh my gosh. We had a weekend like that, which I feel like I did talk about it, but I, I feel like I want to say it again, where we took a trip and we rented um, one of those like little driver RVs and we stayed local where we rented it from. We didn't even go far, but that weekend, it was like the longest weekend of our lives, but in a good way. 
we couldn't believe how many hours in the day it actually really felt like we had when we were completely disconnected from the world per se. Isn't Even that amazing? We yeah. were in the we were just right outside of a big city, but it was just us and it was quiet and it was nice and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and that is what we need. That is usually when I went on vacation and, and sometimes we were only gone for, for five days to go out, to get out of the dawn rain during the summer in the Netherlands. <laughs> and we were driving south all the way to the Riviera. We were in Switzerland. You know, we ate ice cream in Switzerland and I don't even know what we ate in the, but that ice cream in Switzerland, I do remember it was good. But so we, we drove a lot of uh, kilometers and we were only gone for five days, but it was like, we were away for like three weeks. Mm -hmm. And, and you are absolutely right. And I, I forgot about it. So thank me for reminding it's been years since we've actually done it again. And I mean, it wasn't even expensive because we didn't go far. You have to like basically pay per mile on those things. So we just stayed local. And so it wasn't even expensive. And we, I don't know. I don't know why we haven't returned to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, we need to. It is a good reminder in, 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 in the Netherlands, it's normal. That is everybody goes on vacation there at least twice a year. And here in, in, in the U.S., it's like we're always working. We, we take so little time for ourselves. And part of healing is just that, you know. It, it is taking the time to be away from everything that stresses you out. And in every day, there is always something that stresses you out. Mm-hmm. So when we get away with that, and like you said, even if it's only for a weekend, you know, it's like, yeah, we should, we should make that as a, as a goal. If we cannot do it every month, well, okay, then do it every three months. But yeah, that's a good idea. Set that as a goal. And, and it's recharging. And I think the recharging is also part of regenerating. And, and it, would, it would help your, your, your health tremendously and feel happier mm-hmm. your stress levels for sure yeah yes. i think we're gonna set one up soon then for sure <laughs> um i see in the comments here that jacob um was jumping on the trampoline with his granddaughter for an hour and a half and last year he wasn't able to do that at all oh that's amazing, amazing. yeah that's, that's amazing, amazing. And Grant, you asked, did anyone else have such a powerful weekend this weekend with the retrograde and full moon and the eclipse? I completely missed it. <laughs> I, I did too. Oh, <laughs> I think God. it was, we had a, it was a beautiful weekend here and we were with family. Um, yeah, it was, we had a pretty low key weekend. So it was very nice. And um, I think it was like, a wasn't it supposed to be like a blood moon or something too? I did yeah. see somebody post a picture of it. Yeah. So that was nice. I was outside too. I just don't know if where I was, I, I couldn't see, but yeah, we were outside over the weekend and just really enjoying everything. Yeah. I, I need to be more aware of these things and, and give myself time. It's, it's, it's so easy to tell people what to do and, and, and not doing it myself. So, okay. I need to be reminded. Yeah. I always tell myself now too, that you can't romanticize someone else's life. Meaning you can't say like, well, this is what I would do. This is what you should be doing. This is, this is, this, 
we ha- always have to remember that is their journey and you, whatever path they take to get to there is what they have to do and their journey can also be part of your experience too being able to view and watch to see because maybe they're making some kind of mistakes or doing something and then you'll see that so that way you don't have to go down that path because you were able to witness it of some sort so there are no mistakes everything happens for a reason and everything happens when it's supposed to happen that is something yeah that is something that we have to remind each other of also Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if you um, did watch The Chosen, but I am watching it again, of course, like with Charlie and Colleen doing the series, uh, they're kind of going through it, but it is that one part where Charlie and Nick, or not Charlie, Jesus, yeah, Jesus and Charlie, <laughs> where Jesus and Nicodemus meet for the first time, and Nicodemus says, I should have never been in the red quarter during that time. And I didn't do anything. And then Jesus says, if you weren't in the red quarter during that time, would you be standing here on the roof with me tonight? So again, there are no mistakes. Everything's supposed to happen the way it's supposed to happen. Yeah, that it is pretty amazing. And sometimes the, it's not all the, the fun things because if it is all positive, we, we enjoy not learning really. And if it is not that positive and things go not exactly the way you want, but you have to learn something from it, that one do you do remember and the rest you just take for granted. And um, I, I want to be very aware of all the good things that are happening in my life too. And, and uh, all those are for a reason also, not just the bad stuff. Exactly. Okay, what are your thoughts on calcium fluoride? Sue, explain to me in what way. As if we should take it as, an, uh, as a supplement, then the answer is a big no. Once you are transitioning to all fruit with some uh, veggies, you do not want to, well, you definitely do not want to take any, any isolated chemistry anyway. In a, it, it's either in the fruit or the herbs or in, 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 in the veggies. And other than that, you don't really need it. I know all the supplements messed up my body, I think pretty bad. And um, where I was thinking I was doing uh, absolutely wonderful because I wasn't drinking milk and um, I needed, oh, I needed the calcium and you have variety of calcium from uh, the calcium citrate to the, the ones that you were mentioning. I don't know, yeah. I think the calcium fluoride, wasn't that mentioned with some uh, uh, toothpaste or something? Mm-hmm. Yep, there was a yeah, question like that did. on the comments of the YouTube channel too, about yeah. where to get it. And yeah, and I have been looking into that. This is this was right after, or well, I think even before you made that video because it wasn't some kind of recipe. And I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. It's like either a plant or an herb or fruit and other than that, no. But yeah to be honest i i don't use toothpaste at all like and i i barely brush my teeth and um i mean i do like i will i'm notorious for using my washcloth before i shower like it's like a fresh washcloth i'll just use that and kind of just polish my teeth off and my husband has a very like rigid tooth thing that he goes through every morning and night 
And he goes, your teeth are whiter than mine. <laughs> and he's like, and he is, your breath does not smell. And I was like, I know. <laughs> so, it's very hard to smell your own breath, you know, but he, he's so like, when he tells me that I'm like, yeah, thank, thank goodness. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, you know, my, I mean, my teeth are not like gleaming white by any means, but my teeth are white. I have very, if any tartar and my tongue is no longer has that coating on it, which was just so gross before. And, you know, apparently my breath doesn't smell. So it's wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. You are well on your way with your health. Katie had uh, emailed me a question. I haven't seen Katie here today, but uh, she emailed, emailed me a bunch of questions. <laughs> and I answered them already to her personally, but there was one, uh, you know, we're summertime and the question always comes up is, uh, what do you do when you get sunburn and it hurts? Um, we know there are all kinds of uh, cooling uh, lotions you can find uh, in the, uh, the drugstores uh, everywhere. Um, I wouldn't use them. I've never used them. And I think I, uh, I once mentioned that um, I had a, uh, in the, the 90s, uh, had a motorcycle travel business. And I took uh, people on uh, two and three week tours, um, people from Europe uh, on, on, well, actually on Harleys. And I took them all over uh, the US. This is always in the summertime because in Europe, in the summertime, people have between three, four, and sometimes even five week vacation. And uh, so that was in the summer. In the summer, it is hot here. And of course, you know, California, Arizona, you know, they have Death Valley. And um, it's, always, it's always hot. And I did have a guided tour, but I was a tour guide. In, uh, in uh, July, going through that valley, absolutely crazy. I already, already figured out, you know, you, you make sure that your skin is covered. You put some, you know, uh, over your, well, of course, we were wearing helmets, and, uh, but cover your face, cover your arms, cover your hands. Um, of course, on a motorcycle, you wear, you know, uh, jeans or leather. It was usually jeans and, uh, and, and boots, but that, and I was always, always wearing a long sleeve white cotton or linen uh, shirt. I'm a redhead, so I get sunburns quite easily. I didn't get sunburns there. Um, and on, on none of these tours, only when I was doing it on my own in the 80s, I, yeah, I, of course, you know, wearing just a, a no sleeve uh, shirt and I got uh, blistered all over. So I was told to use aloe vera, but my common sense just made me put, um, you know, you have these frozen peas in a, in a cloth, you know, you can use a t-shirt and put that on those spots and you will be fine. Um, often uh, people want to put coconut on it. I would never put anything but oil on the skin. Um, is aloe vera an option? Um, it is, uh, it is because it, it, it's a little bit cooling. On the other hand, I think the body knows what to do. We don't really need all the outside stuff in, in thing that we're healing faster because I do believe that it actually slows down the healing. And um, blistering is part of the healing process, as crazy as it sounds, because it's like, oh my God, you know, you have a burn. 
um, but cooling off is, is key. That will definitely help you. And, and I've had a, at one time I had a sunstroke um, and that's not even, not even in those uh, times, but I couldn't get out of an area. There was no shade and, uh, but that doesn't feel uh, good either. And I was uh, very badly uh, blistered and I still only resorted to um, cooling with, um, yeah, with, with ice or ice packs or, you know, the peas, the peas always work. The frozen peas. Mm -hmm. They mold well. Yeah, yeah, that is, uh, that is. I always so, think that prevention too, like you said, the long sleeves, you know, think about what you're gonna be doing that day. I, I mean, on my day-to-day -day stuff, I never, I never cover anything. I never, whatever, but I'm not long exposure in the sun. And I do love to sit in the sun too, but not, um, I'm very specific as to when I sit in the sun too. Like I, I like sit in morning sun, things like that, I guess when it's quote, not as strong, but I, I really don't know that either. But if I'm going to be really working out in the sun all day or whatever, um, I will definitely put something over like the back of my neck or something like that, where I know I'm going to get the most sun exposure and um, maybe wear a hat or something like that too. But eat a lot of berries and stay hydrated. And when we say hydrated, it doesn't necessarily mean water. Fruit juice is what I think is the best hydration, especially during the summer when you're going to be working outside. But if you're going to like a theme park or something like that, where you are going to be out on blacktop all day and stuff like that, try those nice little linen shirts like Tony was just saying they're very cool and they can block the sun from you try to wear a hat maybe and eat your berries your berries are full of um oh no it just slipped my mind they protect your skin because the color of them protects them <laughs> from it too oh I can't think of it but anyway your berries are full of that and um it will also help protect your skin too so like a paint no that's tomato I can't think. I can't help you today. <laughs> My mind is still, still tries to come back from being flustered. So. <laughs> I feel like it's lycopene, but then I think that's tomatoes, but I don't know. I'm about yeah. to look it up now. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you can always look it up. Yes. <laughs> it is. It yeah, being on all fruit also means that you heal so much faster. Mm hmm and um, I wonder if, if even, um, didn't I come across that, that I had a whole file with all the, um, what you could do with cucumbers and uh, cucumber skin. And I thought that was something that you could put on your skin too for cooling. Sorry, I was on mute while I was trying to look that up. Yeah, I do think that too. And there's actually something going around on TikTok where everyone's freezing a cucumber and then rubbing the frozen cucumber all over their face. So I haven't done it yet. I mean, for the longest time, this goes back to when my mother was a teenager uh, somewhere during the war, when uh, if you go out in the sun, you put this cucumber on your eyes and the puffiness goes away. And I'm like, mm, puffiness comes from the kidney. So I wonder what it would do. So it does tell me that, you know, like cucumber, it must be good for us. Mm -hmm. Although I always come back to, because um, we talk about the healing properties of the fruit, but that's not the case, you know, the healing properties are in our body. It is that the fruit just provides us with the nutrition so the, 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 the body is able to, you know, to, to heal, to regenerate. 
Mm-hmm. But um, I've been trying to get somebody on uh, uh, on this chat who is an Britarian, and I am so curious to know how he um, would explain these things. Because if you if we feel that we need the nutrition from fruit to to be healthy and keep going and have the energy. Now, as a Britarian, you do not have that. But I, I remember I saw, um, um, I think it was one of his, um, um, what was it, his videos, that you have to be completely detoxed to even consider, you know, going the route of Britarian. And probably when we don't have all that junk in our body and we are really healthy, it's, um, we don't eat that much anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think you 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 figure that out too when you when you are on all food that you eat a lot less that you we we were so used to having these three meals a day and oh my gosh snacks in between of course and uh, and then you're all on all food and you realize oh yeah well this morning I didn't have anything it's it's you know it's um, twelve thirty now I just made myself um, a smoothie and uh, my liter of um, um, uh, lemon water and I'm not hungry I'm not even hungry so I have a bunch of berries in the fridge so I can grab that later but that is the amazing thing when you are on all fruit it's just like everything changes you don't have that need for for you know two four slices of bread with whatever on it or um, you know pizza Mm-hmm. preferably a whole one <laughs> I had a whole bag of grapes today <laughs> and I remember you know growing up we were always like just have some because we got to share with the family now I'm like well there went the whole bag <laughs> they were well, very dark purple too they're really good <laughs> Oh, that is very good. It's better to eat a whole bag of uh, of grapes instead of a whole bag of uh, nuts or chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ate them probably around, I don't know, maybe like 8, 8.30 this morning. And I've already been outside working. I've already been to the barn. I've already done my other work and, of course, done some housework. And I'm still not hungry. So. And that's just grapes. Yeah, that, and, and you feel more energetic, too. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's it's like oh, I, sometimes I wish I could tell everybody how it feels. Well, I can tell, but you know, it doesn't mean those are my words. It doesn't mean until they experience it themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like you know how like in the women's cycle, it was like you would have like a week where you feel kind of floaty, and then you have your week of your cycle, and then you have your week of you know maybe recover, and then you have your energy week, or maybe it's just energy days or whatever. But it's almost like you have those days a lot more often it's not just like you know it's like you don't know yourself and then you're back to yourself or whatever it's kind of more balanced but you have more of that energy all the time too and that's really great yeah I was just thinking about when you mentioned about how feeling I was thinking okay that sounds like having blah days Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and when I eat uh, like uh, you know cooked soup or or you know avocados or something like that or I have some millet bread then I easily have blah days I I don't feel energy I don't don't I don't feel like doing anything. It weighs and you down. It does. It does. And your your it's like with the fruit it's like feel much easier to create that natural balance. Mm-hmm. 
to to do more of the fun things yeah well, it, is a good one too yeah it, it just goes to show you too that how much energy your digestive system takes up because when you're eating more heavier foods all your body has to turn and move over to digestion and when you're tired and you feel sluggish and everything that means that all your resources are now going to digestion and with the fruit it doesn't take that much to digest it i mean your enzymes and whatever pretty much just do it itself and then your body can be helping to regenerate in all the other areas instead of working on digestion and I was right, it is lycopene. So lycopene is what protects some of the red fruits and the purple fruits and what's not. And that way by eating them, it will get into your system too and it'll help protect your skin too from the sun. But um, definitely I don't use sunscreen ever. And um, I don't even use it on my child and my child will go swim for hours on end. Uh, but granite, we just kind of take caution of you know, should he have a shirt on during that time? Or I've even put like shade, um, like umbrellas around the pool too, to where they can swim more in the shade. And uh, we do have a sea, um, sea salt pool. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not like super fancy, but you know, it gets the job done. <laughs> yeah, that, that's very true. And, and I do feel that um, since I am on that high, on high fruit lifestyle, I don't wear sunglasses anymore. And before that, as soon as I went out, the light was so bright and I needed the sunglasses. And I, I realized that I, I am out in the sun, you know, it's like I can sit outside and, and get the morning sun, the afternoon sun, whatever sun I want. Hey, heck, it's Florida. Mm -hmm. But um, and, and when there is a breeze out, it's, it's beautiful to be out in the sun. I don't I don't get sunburn anymore. So I think that um, we can be longer in the sun, but yeah, of course, we always have to be very, very careful with that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and test it too. I mean, I, I wouldn't decide to go and stand outside on the hottest day of the year and just like a tank top, um, you know, just kind of test it and look for shade when you can find shade and, you know, and just, um, you know, enjoy the day. Yeah. I see an, uh, a question from Hammer. Um, if you have cloudy urine and you are on high fruit, you are doing amazing. That means your kidneys are filtering the junk out, which is perfect. So, you know, you're, you're well on your way to get a healthier body. And that is one part, of course, uh, once your kidneys are filtering adequately and filtering uh, the junk out, uh, get your lymph moving and, and get even more sediment in your urine. And of course, the next part is of another part and as important is uh, get the sludge out of your uh, GI tract. Mm -hmm. I was listening to Dr. Morris last night where I guess these this couple was detoxing parasites, I think it was. And he talked about the... Um, the gestation period, I guess, of the eggs. And so even though you might get the living parasites or worms and that we're one of the only countries that doesn't deworm, but um, I guess he talks to somebody in maybe in the Jamaica or something like that where they deworm frequently, I guess more frequently than what we do uh, because I don't think that's very common for us, but gestation periods and stuff like that too with deworming 
Uh, so just kind of go in and do it again, maybe like uh, do it for a month and stop and then do it for another month is what he was saying. Yeah, and he, he always advises that um, when when we, the, the practitioners, write a protocol, always include um, the parasite G, it's for general parasites, and parasite M for the microorganisms. And nowadays, to probably stay on the parasite M for about a year. With the parasite G, it is like if you don't see anything, anything coming out anymore, then what you say, you repeat it one more time. And then, you know, you can stop with it, but the parasite M, because there's so much junk in air, in, in water, in everything. So the, the microorganisms are everywhere. And he was like, that is, you know, keep, keep using that. And it helps with, you know, fungus and candida. Yep. But um, you said that um, the U.S. was the only, only country in uh, not doing the, um, the parasite cleanse well i can tell you in europe they don't do that either as soon as i said it i was thinking probably no yeah it's it's like i don't think it is a big thing in, in most western countries i don't know how it is in the rest of the world but um uh, yeah and especially when you ate meat whatever kind of meat it doesn't mean if it doesn't matter if it was like like fish or chicken or or um uh, the steaks and in, in the, uh, the, the the pork, it is junk, whatever it is. There is so much in it. And I really, I, I really don't care if it's like, yes, but it is grass fat. It's like, okay, what is on the grass? What are they getting in? Still, you know, I don't, I don't trust it. And, and not, not only that for me, it's, it's uh, even more an ethical reason, you know? Um, of right now, whenever I see an, a totally amazing video about animals and how animals can love people, we, we know our love for animals and yet we still eat them. Crazy. And but, cows are so spiritual. Yeah, yeah. And, and most, did you know that most animal, they, well, I don't know how they got to that, uh, that number, but they say they have the IQ like of a five-year-old. Mm -hmm. You know, but still, that wouldn't matter whatever IQ they have. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, they have families. They feel pain. They can be sad. They want to hug you. They want to come close to you. They want to be with you. And nobody thinks about eating, you know, a cat or, a well, at least not here, uh, a cat or a dog or whatever other pets uh, that we uh, that we have. But it would be perfectly normal to eat a chicken or a cow or, or a pig. And I see that the love that these animals can have for people and for other animal species. And that is that I have the feeling that we have been taught that um, animals are in a certain way. And we, we accepted that, you know, like, okay, so that is what it is. Those are mean and those are hunters and those will hurt you. And those are not worth anything. And, and it's like, no, I, I, I got to a point, I, I don't believe any of it. No. I, I think the whole animal world is completely different than what we have been taught. Absolutely. There's a lady, um, you can, I can't remember her name or whatever, but she is a diver and goes into the ocean and she's known for removing hooks from tiger sharks and other sharks. And since she has been doing it, 
more and more sharks will show up to her. I mean, like they literally put the word out, go to this lady. She will remove a hook from you. They approach her and they allow her to take the hook out of their mouth. And then some of them like to be petted and rubbed and then they leave. I mean, come, come on, tell me, tell me that they're not communicating to go here to this person. She will help you. I mean, it's just, and I mean, it's in the Bible where people will misinterpret it that, you know, where they're talking about Jesus gave fish and bread and everything. They're all allegories. People, we, we just, we have to wake up to know that we just been lied to. And I know that most people that are listening to us speak right now are all on that same page, but we just really got to be that light and that beacon. And we've really just got to wake people up. I have a feeling that it's going to be sometime not far from now that we're going to look back on these times as we look at the people in the 1400s or 1600s as being barbaric and medieval times. I mean, if you look at our medical system, you look at the way we care for animals, the what, what, how people eat that, it, it is just, it, it's horrible. It's horrendous. And I know it hurts most of us on a very deep level. I saw in a, a video about a chicken who fell off the truck and a woman who rescued the chicken and the chicken was completely bald had no feathers whatsoever and um, amazing and how she made a bond with that chicken and to see you know the animal that has never been in the grass or had sunshine on it and you know these amazing things that it all can do but it was the bond that was created um uh with with her with the rescuer but i have seen these bonds too between a chicken and a cow or whatever animal it's together and even with hunting animals and Mm -hmm. you would say like how can an, an, an animal that hunts their food be friends with an animal that otherwise they may eat yeah it's yeah there's another video with a deer and a cougar walking around together i mean oh yeah i've seen that one yeah i mean it's just amazing i mean you know who who knows what really happened in the end of it but just the fact that they're like comfortable just walking with each other is it just got to show that there's something else at work here and you know i see the comment from grant about the drinking the raw cow and sheep and stuff like that, the milk and blood maybe, duck blood, yeah. Um, it, what we did in our past, that's, you know, that that's just something we did in our past. We've just been lied to for so much, for so long. But the thing it is, is that you heard the call, you did wake up and you are here now. And there's nothing we can do to change our past, but learn from it. And sometimes we have to go through that just so that we can be woke up. And you just have to move on and do the best with what you can do with now. And like Charlie says all the time, once you know better, you do better. Oh, Jacob. <laughs> that was a, that was a um, well, we don't, we don't want to hear it. But I'm glad you're here now. <laughs> well, Jacob, I, I would, there's, there's things about butchers that you, you really need to look into detox. Um, you're exposed to things and things like that a lot. Um, so I would definitely try to get on some kind of protocol. That is something that I can't pinpoint it, but I know that's like a really big kind of red flag. You might want to really get into some, um, deep detoxing and of course do that guided through someone like Tony or, 
um, someone along those lines. Definitely look into that. There was another comment that was way up there from Shelly about um, is bad breath a sign of detox? Yeah, it can be. Mm -hmm. It can be. I mean, that means you're, 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 it's all in a healing process. For me, it became less and less um, the, the more I was on all fruit. And when I get away from the all fruit, I can feel it coming back. It, it has to do with the acidity in your body. And um, it, it will go away, you know. And Hammer, that's amazing. Went from 271 pounds down to 190. Isn't it? It's just amazing what our body can do when you give it what it needs. Yeah, but I, I also know, and I, I don't want to, you know, dismiss the fact that there are people who are on high fruit and just some salads, and they're not losing the weight that they want to lose then this is where the, the right herbs come in, the right, uh, the formulas that we use with Dr. Morse. Cause it, you know, your thyroid needs to heal, your, your, uh, your pituitary, uh, the kidneys. Cause if your kidneys are not filtering, it is difficulty. I had a lifelong uh, kidney issue, barely, barely filtering. And yeah, I do have uh, issues with edema. But, you know, this is where I put my trust. It is in um, that this is the right way of, of eating for us. And um, like we just said before, it can't go back. You can only, um, you know, and it can be a long journey and who cares? We're you supposed know, to live a thousand years. So, I mean, you know, yeah, stay on this journey. I doubt, I doubt that is going to happen, but it would be interesting. <laughs> and because uh, there's so much that I want to see changed. I want to see that um, more happiness for people and, and less stress. And, um, you know, this is why I, I want to build that or want to build. I'm working on it, that website, the Garden of Eden, and that can encompass so many things and about how do we get how do we gain our happiness? Because. Yeah, having the right diet, and I think you know many of us experience that is is a big uh, step in in the right way. But having all these negativity in your life and all this stress in your life, it's it's not easy. And um, so yeah, I I want to create uh, I want to create a beauty beauty for in in everybody's life as much as I can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know there's another thing called like slow living, which I have not figured out how to do slow living by any means. Um, to me, like when somebody says like do slow living, I think um, it's like, well, do I have to like quit my job and just allow someone else to come in and like care for everything, all my animals. So that way I can no. slow live. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, I think it is the enjoying. It is like, you know, I, I, have, I have a cat sanctuary and I have much less cats than I used to have. So cleaning uh, a dozen little boxes uh, twice a day was a must and it's not pleasant work. And you can hate it and, and drag it doing it. And it's like, oh, I'll do it later. And it's like, I was like, no, I like to see the clean litter boxes and the cats happy. Because you know what, if they're not happy, they pee on my furniture. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yes, they will. Pay, pay, back, pay back time. 
Mm-hmm. But um, it is whatever you do, um, even the things that you cannot change, but that is the same. You have a horse, you cannot change taking care of him and you wouldn't even want somebody else to take care of it. But then it's like, whatever you do, it, it's doing, do it with pleasure. It's part of life, you know? Um, I, I was gonna have an example like mowing the grass because I have a tiny little sliver of grass here that needs to be mowed and do that with pleasure. But on the other hand, I would say, get rid of the grass and plant some more fun stuff there. <laughs> but um, it, it is with everything. If it's, you, you know, if it's your household work or shopping, do it with pleasure. Have no negative thoughts about it. it it's part of life. But what I'm trying to say, whatever you do in life, you know, um, make it fun. Make it, make it enjoyable. In it, but on the other hand, if you have a job that you absolutely hate, then yeah, figure out something else. And if you, uh, but there we go back to everything happens for a reason. You are the one who can make the changes in your life, you know? And if you need to make that change in your life, it will be clear which way you need to go. And sometimes it's not all that easy, but I found that there is more clarity when I am on 100% fruit than when I'm on cooked food. And I, I think that is probably the reason why so many people are so miserable. Yeah, you know, they have carnal minds. Yeah, yeah. We definitely need to trust. And um, I mean, that's the thing too. And even I, I mean, I'm, I'm never idle. Um, and when I am idle, it's like I'm just passed out from exhaustion from doing everything that needs to be done throughout the day. Um, but it is just making your mind stop thinking and just be present and be in that moment. Um, another perfect example is I do love going over to the barn and I do love cleaning that stall. And even though I'm cleaning up manure, it is just, I don't know, it is so peaceful and being around a horse is, it's very spiritual and just listening to the sounds of the birds and the cats that are walking around and the horse eating and stuff like that. It is, it's very peaceful. And I love doing that. I would love to clean a barn more than I would love to go to work or do anything else. Um, so it is, yeah, just finding that joy in doing whatever it is that you're doing during that time. Uh, we also packed up most of our house too, to where it was like, you know, we just made it easy to clean. So that way there's not just a bunch of stuff laying around and whatnot too. And if we need something, we know exactly where we need to go for it. And we just really try to simplify our daily stuff as well. That, that cleaning up, I think we talked about that a few months ago when I was, um, I was on a longer juice fest and I felt this urge to clean, to get rid of stuff. And um, in every time I'm, I'm on all juices and absolutely 100% fruit and I'm looking around and it's like, well, that can go, <laughs> that can go, I don't need that anymore. And it's like, you want to clean up more because it makes you feel lighter and things are easier. And it's not all that stuffed because if you have like a cluttered house or even cluttered um, cabinets or cupboards, you know, it clutters the mind too. Mm-hmm. And it can make some people feel overwhelmed and anxious. Yeah, 
yeah, it, it's, I was um, in my studio when I was working and, and uh, there were some people would see it as being a mess, but I knew exactly where everything was. Now, this is part, I'm Pisces, you know, my birthday is March 16, and I was told that is part of being a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an excuse, because I have to tell you, I love it when it's all clean and no clutter, and everything is easy to find. But getting to that point, I found it is easier with, you know, the diet that we are talking about, the lifestyle that mm -hmm. we are talking about. And everybody is exactly, like I've said, even during this, where you're supposed to be. So if your house is a little cluttery right now, that just means you're in that part of, you know, maybe that's what your insides look like right now. And then when you start cleaning up your insides, you can clean up your, you know, your house will get cleaned up as well. Um, or, you know, it's just, that's where you need to be in your life. And I mean, my office is cluttery, but the rest of our house, we do try to keep just very simplistic. So that way, as busy as we are, I can just buzz through and just put everything where it needs to go and whatever. But then my office, it does tend to be more of a, a catch-all for a lot of paperwork. But um, yeah, we got a lot of different little things going on all the time, it seems like. But yeah, definitely when you're on all fruit, though, you, you just have that energy, that feeling, that lightness. You sleep better. You, you breathe better. You, you think better. You just have all this more clarity and stuff like that as well. And I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, which uh, part of um, this way of eating is all I found I sleep a lot less. Yeah, I do, too. I only sleep between five to six hours tonight. <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> <nap. laughs> Yeah, well, I, I do nap sometimes. Yeah. But um, yeah, five, six hours. While before that, especially in the in the, the years that I was uh, that I was sick, it was like, oh, 10 hours was easy. And I was tired the whole day. But back then I was still on cooked food. So, you know, it's um you're tired then anyway. All that digestion. Uh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The other thing I wanted to touch on real quick, if we can change is and when I was listening to Dr. Morris last night, something that really struck me is just like, I would love to see this is when he says, when you start getting all the fungus and the mold out of your body, your moles can just fall off of your skin. Have you ever seen that happen? No, because I don't have moles, but my husband does mm -hmm. and they're still there. Yeah. I've had one like my whole entire life and I would just keep looking at it each day like is it gone <laughs> like will I actually see it fall to the ground <laughs> no probably not it's like it's like with having warts I I had that all of a sudden when I was probably 10 11 years old and I was already such you know being a redhead wearing glasses um <laughs> you will be bullied oh <laughs> <laughs> and and on um, different schools every few years because of the work my dad did and then you're you're 10 11 years old and you have your hands full of warts it's like oh my god and um and, and i read something i hadn't thought of this for for well since since my my teenage years i hadn't thought about these warts and somebody said something and that was in relationship to milk and it was like, are you aware that milk can cause warts, dairy? 
and I'm like, oh my gosh, I won when I was 12, they could not make me drink milk anymore because I hated it with a passion, really hated it. And um, so that was the end of it. I was 12 and, you know, my mother called it the rebellious age, but no more milk. My warts disappeared overnight. I did not find them in the bed. I don't know where they went. I don't know <laughs> if there is a ward fairy who took them all away. That would be nice, by the way. That, it, Get I some like coins. <laughs> <laughs> I like that image. But yeah, they were gone. And it was like, God, that could, so that could be the milk. And it's like, you know, after 12 years or from six months to 12 years being forced to, um, well, half a liter of milk a day at, you know, as a minimum. And um, uh, your body just says like, you know, we don't want this stuff and this is what's happening. But I had another thing, and I think we touched on this uh, in other shows was, uh, my ear infections, um, here they call that an inner ear infection, both sides, from six months old. Now, back then, you know, they, um, they start feeding you cow's milk about, you know, six months old. I was still being breastfed, I think, about until I was, oh, a year old, maybe a little longer than a year. But they already start you on that, on that cow's milk. And I started having then what it is called these inner ear infections twice a year until I was 12 years old and that milk stopped. Wow, that's terrible feeling though, but I'm glad that got fixed. And of course, you know, every time you have them, you get antibiotics and it hurts. It hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and, and I had been thinking maybe it was because my mother was smoking, you know, that is not really helping with your health. And, but now it's like so many things can, can be related back to the dairy. A lot can. And I know, you know that same, same with, um, with constipation. That's another big, big one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Milk is just, um, it's for the cows. You know, you should drink your own species milk and, um, you know, we, we don't nurse from our mother what, past a year. You know, some people can go farther, um, depending on, I guess, maybe your situation or whatnot. That was the other thing about like the baby food shortage or baby formula shortage. Everybody's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I'm like, well, you know, there's this thing women are able to do after having babies, <laughs> which granted, not everybody can. I, under, I, I understand that. But um, there's a lot of uh, women that I know that just, they don't want to. They just, they don't want to do it. And I don't know if it's, um, I, I, I don't know, I can't speak for them. So I don't know. But I just find it odd that you don't at least try. And the fact that it's free and it's what the baby needs. Um, so if you can, then I think, you know, you definitely probably should. But are these plants being shut down or is something happening within these plants because we're supposed to be moving away from that? Um, I yeah, have no idea why it's happening. Yeah, so you could actually say it's, um, you know, the good ones um, messing them up, so we're not supposed to have them. Mm -hmm. And people need to look for other uh, sources. And yeah, I would, I would always hope that if you want to have a child, then, you know, part of, of feeding a child is, is breast milk. I mean, 
Yeah, there's no, no excuse. What happened to me, I was a very young mom. I was 19 years old and uh, barely 19. And um, I, I, well, right after I gave birth, I gave birth in a hospital, I probably had uh, enough uh, milk for, um, for half a dozen babies. That was crazy so much. Mm. And um, within six weeks to two months, zero. But I was under so much stress with all the adults around me and they all knew it better. And you have your weight, your baby before and you have to weigh after and see if she got enough. Well, my baby was like, like these Michelin uh, um, things. Uh, the Michelin tire. Yeah, well, these, these, these little, little puppet things that they have. Little rolls. Well, that was my baby. So she had more than enough, but I got pushed in, 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 in directions that was like an insecure, you know, and stressful uh, relationship, marriage. And uh, so it, it just dried up and I did not know. And I was into herbs. I didn't even know that there would be herbs that could actually help you and, and relaxing could too. So it was it was crazy. And right after I, I had the first uh, gallbladder attack, so that didn't help so that you could tell my body wasn't healthy. Ooh. My body was extremely acidic. And now to think of it, this is amazing, uh, Sarah, to think of it, there was a reason that milk stopped because I was too acidic to feed my baby. Our bodies know, and God knows exactly what to yeah. be doing. Yeah, and I see Hammer mentioned something about living in isolation, uh, you know, and saying that uh, stuff doesn't happen to us, it happens for us. That is, um, I'll, I'm, I'm going to remember that one. I like that one a lot. Absolutely, that's like exactly that what it is. Yeah. Um, and, and definitely like, you know, condolences to the mothers that do not have any milk. Um, in my experience though, I know a lot that are right now that are just choosing not to breastfeed. And it's like, if you can, I mean, you should, that's like the most natural for your baby. And it's also good for you. It's great bonding. There, there's a lot of, you know, stuff behind why we're supposed to do it. But if you can't, you know, definitely you need to find some other alternative. But if, if I could go back in time, I would definitely do things differently, uh, like many of us would. But yeah. um, for sure, I mean, especially now that they can't find what they need, it's very scary for them. It is. Um, um, I heard Dr. Moore say, I don't know if you've heard that video yet, where he discussed uh, what to feed the baby. Um, and and I would I would like to guide uh, before I go further with this to guide people to check out Dr. Morse's website, which is drmorse m o r s e dot tv, and um, whatever he can say on YouTube, he can say there. And he discussed this whole um, um, baby food uh, issue. He has been uh, working on his um, format of baby food, but you know, it's, it is whatever there is th that he worked on, it was, he mentioned it was too strong, but I think there are more things in the background playing and not getting it uh, approved because there is um, up to baby food, up to six months, there is an, a lot of restriction. 
And um, I talked with uh, Dr. Morris's clinic about that when we have an, had a newborn who could not have the, the mother's milk and we needed to find something else. Now he would say, um, if there's nothing else, use goat's milk. Mm -hmm. But um, what age can babies actually go on uh, on fruit? And definitely, uh, when they three months old, they can you know like suck on a ripe peach or um, soft stuff. Don't put berries in their mouth. That would not be a good idea. But um, um, you know, apple uh, applesauce that you not cooked applesauce, of course, but applesauce from a blender. And he even mentioned to put in a little cinnamon. And I think I would not do that. I personally, I would rather have them get used to the, the original taste of an apple instead of masking the taste. Mm -hmm. um, there is, um, he has a uh, superfood explosion. Uh, you can mix that with, um, uh, with, with juices. Um, but, you know, carefully, it, it's not like a, a half a bottle. And I think, um, yeah, I would, if I would in that situation again, I would probably use um, for the first few weeks, uh, the goat's milk and then get them uh, on fruit and using his, um, his superfood explosion. Um, I, I do have to, um, to add uh, something about, uh, I'm just thinking about that superfood explosion. We often get, um, uh, we have people in our lives that we know they have to change their diet and it's not happening. And they're not doing. So um, I see a lot of um, counselors trying to, they still want to help people but then um, offering them products that I'm not, I cannot be 100% behind and, and mainly also because it is an MLM company we're talking about. I'm not gonna name the company, but um, they have a product and now they, they do have a product that does not have the grains in it, it's organic. And, um, and then I look at all the ingredients and then I think, okay, that is pretty much what Dr. Morris has in a superfood explosion. The reasoning for uh, some of the counselors is that you come across so many people who do not want to change their diet. But what if we can help them by um, giving them a smoothie? And I have one of these smoothies right next to me. It is um, a tropical, it's called tropical fruit. I buy that at uh, Whole Foods and uh, frozen fruit. And I add a few spoonfuls of that um, uh, superfood explosion. This is how you can help people who do not want to go on a detox or fruit lifestyle but have them replace one meal, and of course that has to be breakfast, with an absolutely delicious smoothie. And I think you already won half the battle there. So um, if you, Dr. Moore's um, formulas, you can order them through me. I can give a discount. I share the discount that is given to me. So you get it a little cheaper. And um, so I can order that stuff for you. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Another kind thing you do, Tony. Well, <laughs> You're a very, you. very kind person with your time and your gnosis and um, just everything you do. You're very kind. And I know we all greatly appreciate you. 
Well, thank you. I see that they caught me that caught my eye. They need the mother milk for like six to seven years. Um, who does? Not not people. Um, I hope. No, we only need the we only actually we should not even feed um, um, breastfeed um, um, babies or, or kids uh, past two years old because that is how long they can handle the milk. After that, it's, it's, it's over. That is why, why you don't see any animals, you know, keep feeding their, their babies. Mm -hmm. um, I know, they want to order through you. Yeah, I was, I was just reading oh. that, I was <laughs> just gonna answer it. It's like, um, you can send an email to healthy with fruit, at gmail.com that is the easiest one and um, usually before i suggest um, any um, uh, protocol that that will help you i would like to talk with you but if you figure that um, there is an um, we always talk about the self-assessment form where you can see which you know what what you really need it's often you know your kidneys need help your 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 adrenals you know part of the endocrine system and um, the parasite mng and and uh, we have something that absolutely helps your gi tract to uh, to clean and to heal so we we can just talk about that and if you know exactly what you want you just tell me what you want Mm -hmm. um, another part I want to touch on real quick when you were saying about giving the um, smoothie for breakfast, at least that was similar to what, um, what we kind of do too is in, I forget who said this. I know he's a vegan runner, um, but he said to eat the stuff you're supposed to eat first, and then your body will start knowing what it's supposed to need. And it will start craving that and not so much craving the bad anymore. So even if you wanna go a step further, have them do just the fruit for the morning or the smoothie for the morning, but before lunch, have them eat, you know, maybe start out with a handful of grapes and work them up to maybe a half a bag. And then if they're one to eat something, you know, that they're not supposed to, let them eat that after they've already had their grapes and then maybe yeah. do the same thing for dinner. Yeah, absolutely. That That is how you can transition. But I think it's more about the people that we talk about, like that can be, you know, your parents, um, your neighbors, your friends, whoever they and they are, you know, they are sick and they say, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. That's not going to work for me. If you can only get that on that one, you know, that because the fruit smoothies is like once you taste it, how can you deny it? I, and, exactly. And, yeah, and and I put in my blender. I I have this. I think it's a three pound bag. That the the big ones. So that is three pounds of uh, frozen fruit, and I add a liter of um, of uh, coconut water. And yes, I do buy. Uh, sometimes you can do it with water too, or apple juice, or whatever you have. It doesn't matter. But I have the coconut water, organic coconut water. And yes, it is pasteurized. It's not the best. But it it's it works for me, and I like it in the smoothies. But um, and then add the superfood explosion. So yeah, it, it is for people who say no, I'm not going to do that. You know, so just just one thing, and that just one thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and, and yes, absolutely. What you just mentioned with the fruit that you heard from that guy is um, we tend to eat our desserts, often fruit, after we had a meal. And that is so wrong. It is so, so wrong. And it messes up your whole GI tract so bad because the fruit starts fermenting in your body and you get bloated and you get more problems than you want. I have a great imagination. So I always imagine that the fruit is up there at the top trying to get past all the food you just ate. And it's like, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me. And it can't get through. <laughs> and so it's like punching and fighting its way to the bottom, but can't get yeah. through. And that's why you get a bellyache. <laughs> yeah. So it is again, 111, mm-hmm. 111. And um, we always try to stick to stay within an hour, but once we get going, we, we can fill up some more times. <laughs> I have an, um, I have a surprise for you all. I know an amazing um, young woman um, she was, she was, she doesn't meet me anymore. One of my clients when I just started out and she has been on such a great journey and she is active as admins in several groups now. So I asked her to share her story with us because when she started, you know, she had young children and then started a different lifestyle, a partner who was like, hmm. And um, now it's all on board and she doesn't share recipes. She's actually completely into the hygienic um, way of eating, which is no herbs. It's, it's all fruits with very little uh, veggies, but that's completely fine with me. They are doing, well, it's perfect. They're doing great. And, and I just want her to tell her story because I think it will be amazing for everyone to hear how she overcame those, those problems she had when she started. And um, we, don't, we don't hear that nearly enough, you know? It's, um, so I will have her on, not on the, the same time because she can only do um, next Tuesday. So in a few days at 9 p.m. in the evening and um, her name is Alexandra and um, Sarah, of course, we need Sarah to be there too. So I, I will announce it and, um, but keep that uh, day and time open Tuesday at 9 p.m. Yeah. Yep. yep. When you said EDT, I was like Eastern Daylight. <laughs> I it's it's now in in a different time so it's it's uh the time zone change so now in the summer it's actually edt look i've lived in the eastern time zone my whole life and never knew it was called anything else other than est (laughs) yeah well we we should we probably keep it on on there's something new huh there we go thank you so much again tony and this episode has definitely with talking about the mother's milk and stuff like that is just even more proof of that we all need to band together we all need to be together and helping each other and if we have a great community then we can reach out to each other and really help especially if we're all on the fruit lifestyle and we've all detoxed and had great you know getting our bodies all nice and healthy then you know mothers can maybe even share milk at that time too so again just another proof that we're supposed to all be together as one and really help each other out Absolutely. And thank you again, Sarah. I couldn't do this without you. 
<laughs> Thank uh, you. I always, I always enjoy it. I enjoy everybody is here. I'm very, I'm very thankful for that. So oh, I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you all so much. We love our chat. Thank yeah. you. I love you. And um, till the next time. Thank you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Health Q&A with Tony Wheel. Please see the show notes for ways to reach out to Tony and how you can submit your questions for the show.